You're listening to episode 100 of the Product Boss Podcast. Yes, I said 100. It's such a huge milestone for us, and we want to say thank you so much for being here with us and making us a part of your day. We could not and would not have done all of this without you, so thank you so much. In this episode, Jacqueline and I are rethinking the four burners theory. We're reworking it and reframing it into our very own circle of life theory because we believe that in order to be successful, we need to change that limiting belief of turning off burners and do more of an abundance of life and joy approach because we truly believe that you can have it all and we want to be right there alongside with you when you do it. There's room at the top for all of us. So let's get started. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlosita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. And introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my summary co-host, Mina Kunlosita. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. I'm not sure what summary really means, but you know. <laughs> I feel like I look very summary. You I do. Just have- so tell us a little bit about this episode. Today, we are going to be talking about this brand new theory that I came up with all by myself. I'm so excited about it, but it's actually like the rebuttal of everything I've been hearing about this four burners theory is what it's called. I started reading Atomic Habits by James Clear, and he wrote a whole blog post about the four burners theory, and it's always kind of sat wrong with me. So I came up with my own theory and wanted to share it with all of you guys today, along with Jacqueline, and I think she's going to love it too. So it is a circle of life. You can actually have it all. But first, I want to read a review from Apple Podcasts from one of our awesome listeners. So this is from Janelle. And Janelle writes, as someone who's still new to e-commerce game, I can't tell you how instrumental your podcast is in my life. The two of you are absolutely perfection in all of the topics you address and the thorny issues you tackle. I'm so grateful that you're offering this service and look forward to continuing to learn from you as this is the hands down, the most helpful podcast I'm listening to. As you can imagine, some days it feels like there's a target on my back. Everyone's trying to sell me their magic formula for success without much concern of whether that even fits in my own budget realities. But you guys are the real deal and I look forward to getting involved in future educational slash teaching opportunities you're offering. Thank you, Janelle Broderick of Jot and Title Designs. Well, thank you, Janelle, so much for saying that. And we are so excited to work with you because we're going to be opening up our masterminds and programs pretty much this month. Yeah. It's time has flown. Where has my summary Mina look gone? (laughs) 
<laughs> the new year is approaching into fall. But Janelle, thank you so much for leaving that review. And if anyone that is listening, this really helps the podcast that if you review us, we are so appreciative and honored that you are spending your time with us and listen. So if you leave a review, we would love to hear from you if you read each and every one. But first, I want to tell you all that this podcast is actually sponsored by the Product Boss Masterminds and Group Coaching Programs. So like we said, we're going to be opening up enrollment in August for our programs. Woohoo! And so exciting. Um, so exciting. We have an amazing wait list of people that we cannot wait to work with. And if you are not on that wait list yet, we would love for you to get on there because we are opening up the Mastermind Group Coaching Programs to our wait list first, and then it will be open to the general public. So if you are interested in getting on our wait list that you want to work with us like Janelle, then please, please, please go to theproductboss.com slash mastermind and make sure to sign up so you'll be notified first to apply. And we'll leave that in the show notes. Yes. So Jacqueline, have you ever heard of this four burners theory? I have. You have. Okay. So basically the premise behind it is that in all of our lives, there are four burners, family, friends, work, and health. And in order to be successful, you have to shut off one burner. In order to be really successful, you have to shut off two. Can you imagine shutting off two of those burners? Like, no idea. Like, I'm like, I wait, I need that six burners. Like. <laughs> I need like 10 minimum. So that's always not felt that great for me to listen to because I know that I stretch myself thin and I've always felt like, you know what? That just cannot be true. This theory, which they cannot attribute to any one person, must have been written when there was only one role for women, one role for men, and more traditional, right? Because now there's this pressure of so many roles. I think Brene Brown says that we have the most roles we've ever played, and we have to do them all well and not show anybody that we're sweating while we're doing it. Which is not super realistic because we are now in this life time of, I mean, men and women, right? Like we are now juggling so much more than traditional roles where, you know, our roles have changed. And so men are parenting and doing household work as well as working full time. Women are doing the exact same thing. Some women are retiring their husbands. I mean, husbands and wives are anyone relationships. They are in business together. So it is kind of nuts to think that you can turn off any of the burners, but so let's, for people who don't, haven't heard about the four burners theory, what are those four burners? So family, friends, work, and health. So my theory is the circle of life theory. So when you think about the hundred percent, imagine the circle of life, it's a circle, right? A round circle, which is a hundred percent of your life. And if you cut that into fourths, that is 25, 25, 25, 25. So that's the four burners in a way. But if you cut off two of those, that means you're only getting joy out of 50% of your life. <laughs> so that just seems silly. So my whole concept is that you can actually have it all. And I believe that wholeheartedly. I mean, I know that Jacqueline does too. She's as big of a dreamer as I am and a big of a juggler as I am in life too. But two huge businesses? Uh, no, not, not hard at all. No. And I mean, and that's the craziest thing to me. It's like, so family, friends work in health. Yeah. So what you're turning off, what, like, how do you turn off any of that? I know you can like maybe 
like put the simmer button, like the, you know, simmer it maybe and cool it down a little. Cause you know, having kids, we don't spend as much time with, um, our friends, but we have new friends that we hang out with. Okay. So tell me about the circle of life theory. Yeah. So the whole idea is that you're using the whole hundred percent and you can indeed have it all if you manage it all really well. And you cannot do that without help and you cannot do that without planning. So I want us to rethink those four categories. So in the first one, where they have family, the most important people, right? So this is your family, this is your most important people, this is probably your kids, your husband. For me, it's also my sisters, it's my cousin, brother, Jimmy, my cousin's sister, my, you know, and some people that I talk to pretty much every single day, it's my beautiful biz bestie, Jacqueline. Those are the people, in that family category that are usually usually like the absolute yes. You're not going to miss a birthday. You're not going to miss special events. But there are things that you need to outsource. Probably daycare. The Yumble episode, she talks about how she knows that she's there every morning with her kids, but they know that her, their mom is not there at drop-off after school, right? So there is a give and take, and that's the burners in action there. But you can still have that joy and everything in that family section, as long as you are able to make those decisions of, hey, this is what I'm going to do in that section. So that's the first section. So where they talk about friends, this is where it gets a little bit murky for me because, I mean, what are friends anymore? Like who hangs out with friends? <laughs> I mean, we all still have friends, right? But in that category, I have external forces. And that's what I'm talking about as far as like, you know, in your life, you have other obligations. And they're not your most important people, but they do still like consume your time. For me, it's like my house. I think for you, it's probably like, you know, um, PTA meetings, PTA, the mom group, you know, your neighbors. <laughs> I don't need to talk to my neighbors. I have friends with my neighbors. Yes. Um, I have a neighbor that actually wants to be my friend and hang out. And I'm always like, I kind of like not having as many friends around because I do. <laughs> But it's all those people that you have to say yes or no to. It's a little bit easier to say no in this category, but there's still obligations, right? They're still in your circle. It's just you have to outsource as much as you can. So for me, for instance, I have for the house, which is like a lot of the external forces for me, I spend a lot of time doing this and that around the house. Then um, I have to outsource the lawn stuff to Carlos, our lawn guy. So you have to make sure that you are making those sort of decisions. Like for you, like what um, outsourcing are you doing in this category? So I outsource my groceries for sure, <laughs> but I do have somebody who cleans my house once a week. It's just, I'm not going to do it. And so, and she also is someone that, you know, I rely on. I do get a babysitter when I need to work on things and I was just really sick. And, um, this one babysitter came and she helped take care of me and, and the kids. Cause guess what? We're not around family. Um, so definitely a lot of home things. I also think if I can clump friend groups together. So if I can have play dates with a few friends at the same time, if I can make sure that I show up to birthday parties, um, you know, things that I get invited to that I have to definitely make an appearance at. Um, but usually if it could be sort of like a group thing or it could cancel out two things at once. So it's like, got to feed my kids dinner. And I was invited over for dinner and a play date, then let's go, you know, do that together. Um, but I mean, I think you're right. Going back to family, even, um, it is the ability to, I think that balance or, or being okay with, I think the biggest shift I've had recently was that I'm like, I'm done with work at this time. And I'm going to say three hours are 
dedicated to my kids from the time that I'm done with work to the time that they go to bed. And then I get whatever time I want to spend after that. And so having that time with them is like, okay, I've, I, but I'm putting in my time, right? My phone is down. Mm-hmm. And then I read a year of yes when I was in Thailand. And my new thing too is always saying yes to my kids when they ask to play. So like not to be like, oh, I'm washing the dishes or, oh, I need to make you dinner. But it's like, you're right. Let me go play with you for like 15 minutes or so. Right. It's a lot easier to do that absolute yes in that family category than friends a little bit. Friends are easier to say yes to than even ourselves, which is the next category. And they have this listed as health on the four burners. I put this down as internal you. So it's things that are happening internally that are encompassing health for you as a whole. So this is your exercising, your food that you're eating, your mindset that you're thinking, your self-talk, your self-love, your self-care, the energy that you're having, the sleep that you're getting, the confidence that you have. I mean, these all sound amazing, right? Um, but we going say to the doctor, yes, <laughs> going to the doctor, just going, setting up that appointment. But we say no to those so easily because we're like, I actually have all these other things to do where like health in that category is like, Hey, what's, what burner am I going to shut off? You surely should not be cutting off health. That should be your number one burner that is a blazon. And you still have to make those same decisions. What are you outsourcing as far as like exercise to keep you accountable. Maybe you're hiring a trainer. Maybe you have somebody who preps your meals. Maybe you have somebody who delivers your meals. Maybe you have a coach who helps you with mindset because Lord knows mindset is such a big deal. If you have a Fitbit or an Apple watch, that's where Mm -hmm. you can kind of compete against friends and stuff like that. So those people are, you know, you're, Oh, I did 12,000 steps today. Oh wait, that person is 16,000 and you can kind of compete with them or just letting someone know this is a journey I'm on letting your spouse or your partner know, like, this is what I want to do. Could you just support me in it? Like you start to see me eat at nine o'clock at night, you know, let me know. It's, it's a harder thing sometimes to out outsource, but I, like I said, I do outsource the groceries and I would cross that over into this too, because I'm able to like meal plan and then get the right food delivered. That's healthy. I will also say that I realized recently that I hadn't been going to the doctor. I had been, I had been planning out my kids doctor's appointments. And I guess in my head, I was like, yeah, doctors been there, but not for me. (laughs) Didn't get a checkup. There might've been giraffes on the wall, but, um, so yeah. So I think it's, I think it's that idea of, and you know what, if you guys have VAs or assistants, if any of you have any of that, you can ask them or even you guys do it, put a reminder into your calendar, let your calendar be that assist to you and say like, you know, put in the calendar, you know, call dentist for six month checkup. Um, we have it for the flea meds for our dog, you know, put these little like prompts and reminders. If you're going to do anything and you can't hire someone to help do these things or make calls for you, then, um, batch out a day where you just put in like yearly physical and you, and you're like, you know, you have an appointment in June this year and then put it in June of next year. I actually don't do any of the doctor's appointments. My husband does. I did. I outsourced the dentist, kids dentist to my husband. Like, oh, nice. You need to find the dentist and you need to book them appointments and then you need to take them. Yeah. I actually am fine with taking them. It's the actual setting of the appointment that I'm just like, oh my gosh, can somebody please just do it for me? And I can just show up, you know, with a kid. But if you can let go of control, if you trust your husband or your wife and you can let go of control and you don't have to go, you don't have to go to all these things either. So you guys can also be okay with finding that balance. 
Right. And so now we just went over external forces, family, and the internal you. You can have all those, but at the core of all of it, you have to be able to make decisions on the yeses or the noes, right? So next we go to work. Kept that the same because Lord knows we are workaholics over here. And that's just because we love work, right? So it kind of flows into our health because it makes us happy, kind of flows into the time that we spend with our family. And that's really about just checking in all the time to make sure that all these, the circle of life ends up at a hundred instead of 150. For work, the cool thing is, is like you said, how it kind of flows together. We have a lot of friends, like we've been in masterminds that are now our, our new friends on digital friends, you know, they live in other places. And even uh-huh. the people that have masterminded with us, their community, they have friends and have found friends. So those are people that you can kind of cross over that, like the work and the friend part and that joy, and it can all come together, but it doesn't have to be all the time. So you're still sort of getting a bunch of things, like you're getting your needs met without it having to be a physical person. Right. Know? And I think that the big struggle that people have when they are looking at that work business area of their life is that they're not able to make a decision in finality. You know, um, who, um, gosh, why am I blanking? OPI owner. Susie White Fishman, you're reading my brain. Yes, I know. I can see your brain spilling. Um, and she said that one of her, that was her biggest strength was the ability to make decisions that no matter what, it was the right decision. And then she would adjust after the fact. So she had certain rules that she lived by, like she made it back for certain things for sure. So she planned her trips and she would do super fast trips for work for certain reasons, but right. She had to miss some kids things to do work stuff. She had to miss some work stuff to do kid things and all the in-between, you know, uh, someone who worked for her brought her food because they realized she wasn't eating. Mm-hmm. Um, Samina, so how, like you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but um, Samina, how can I then apply the circle of life theory to my life? Like how can I actually have it all? So the reason why I don't like the four burners theory is because I feel like you're negatively taking away from your life because there's that you can only do those certain things and you're shutting off burners and, or putting them on simmer. In this case, you can have it all. You just have to be able to say yes to it, to that particular time. Just because somebody else is doing it for you and you're outsourcing it doesn't mean that you're not having it still they're bringing you joy. So that's the easy gut check of, is this bringing me joy, right? Those are the absolute yes. And then they're no. Like I've been saying no to a lot of weddings. I know I've never said no to any weddings in my whole life. And the thing is people are always getting married and I don't love weddings quite honestly. Like it's not my thing. And I, you know, so lately I said no. Do you think I love weddings? (laughs) Do you? No, I love weddings. You do? Of course. Opposite (laughs) of me. Um, And so I just said no to them and I sent them stuff and I send them personal messages and you know what? They're okay with it because at the end of the day, at at least a Thai Dom wedding or Asian wedding, there's thousands of people there. They don't miss me. Did you you have like 700 people at your wedding? I actually sent out 1,500 invitations. There's probably more like a thousand there. I had 150 (laughs) people. (laughs) 10 times. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's okay if I miss out on those things. And I've even not gone to some birthday parties because I thought, hey, I want to really get this done for work. And people don't see it as oh my gosh, she's doing it for work. But the thing is that thing with work sometimes brings me more joy than getting dressed up and going to a wedding. And it's okay because 
I just made that decision and I'm okay with disappointing other people, the external forces, right? So how would you say, what if devil's advocate over here says, Mm -hmm. okay, great ladies, but I can't afford to outsource house cleaning or whatever it is. Like how do people sort of work, work around this with, um, a lower budget? You have to ask for help, unfortunately. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so in the middle of this whole entire circle is the joy part, right? That's the gut check. So think of that as your core. On the outer perimeter that holds this all together is money. All these things require money, right? If you don't have the money, then you have to ask for help. And then it's given back to you in time. So you ask your in-laws to help you with stuff. You ask your sisters to help you file away some stuff. This is, you don't know how many times I've asked my sisters to help me set up at events, help me tear down, help me package up stuff, take me to the post office, pick up my kids, you know. And I live by myself now out here. And so either we'll fly parents out, which I guess costs money. So the biggest thing recently I've learned um, was my neighbors have really stepped up. I can come get the kids. I can take them to... Uh, a birthday party if you can't drive because I was so sick. Um, so it, it is just being able, <laughs> I'm really bad at saying yes, please help me. So it's it's being able to then say yes and, and, and take that time or, you know, like I have a friend that stays home with her kids and she's like, do you want me to help you plan the birthday party? Do you, can I, can I, I've been finding all these things on, you know, Amazon for a mermaid birthday party. Can I send them to you? So it's like, she's just dying to help me. Um, and that's someone that's like out, outsourcing some things. Yeah. And even in the other categories, you could straight up barter. So then those other people like that are physical trainers or that are self-help coaches or, you know, um, I don't know, website design, you could barter with those people to see what they can do and what you could do for them. Skill trade, you know? So it might be easier. Some people are just more skilled than others at doing things. Like that's the truth. I would rather pull my hair out than develop a website a lot of times, right? So you just have to go to a web developer unless it's Squarespace. I'm fine with that. But you know, that's, that's kind of the tolerance level that you talk about, right, Jacqueline? Like what are you willing to tolerate and what are you willing to pay for or barter for that you'd rather not do? Yeah. And I think the bartering thing could be something like health, like you said, a trainer, um, work. If you guys need to buy back your time at work, like you have so many things to do. You probably know a friend that maybe is in between jobs or had a kid and hasn't gotten back that might like be willing to help you out for product and a glass of wine or a really good coffee. So just remember that you could always ask for help. I think that's part of it. And asking for help to really buy back your time and buying back your time is like that, ex- that exchange, whatever that exchange is going to be. Pick and choose the minimum things in each category. And those are your absolute yeses. And then the ones that are next in line are the things that you outsource. And it could be a no right now. And it right. could be a yes at a different time because mm-hmm. we're also in cycles. So I think instead of feeling like you have to turn things off, there's also, it's just cyclical. So you go through these things like the summer, sometimes people have to focus more on their family. And then maybe at the same time, you get to focus a little bit more on your health because you're outside. And then the fall happens and kids go back to school and maybe you're focusing more on work and it's ending up in the holiday sales. So it's, I think that, that idea that it, like you said, a circle, it's constantly revolving and it, nothing turns off. It's just sort of where the dial is, right? Like what you're focusing on right now. 
Right. It's just that you're scheduling it in as far as like making a decision for it. So like, for instance, people could spend on their family, a family vacation that's bringing them joy. They love that in that category. That is a part of their life, the circle of life that they want to fulfill with their family. There's plenty of things that if you put into the calendar saying, you know, stay at home vacation week and you actually made it an event for your kids, they would love that. If you just went to inexpensive things, went to the beach, but you actually carved out the time with them and made it fun. They're like the easiest people to sell. If you don't have the budget to go on vacation, they will be happy if you just put in the time with them. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you for coming up with a circle of life theory. (laughs) You can have it all, Jacqueline. You don't have to shut off any burners. I have been learning that. So thank you for sharing that. And everyone, thank you so much for listening to this podcast and helping us get to a hundred episodes because holy moly, the growth that has happened um, in our lives just from sharing this podcast with all of you. You guys have changed our life and we are so glad that we've been impactful with you guys. So if you're interested in working with us and being able to combine work and friends so you don't have to turn (laughs) anything off, uh, we would love to see you apply for our programs, our group coaching and masterminds. So again, if you head over to theproductboss.com slash mastermind, you can go ahead and get your information in there and then we would love to meet you and um, connect with you and really help sort of help you keep keep everything going you can have it all and we're here to help you get there yes thanks everybody this episode is over but it doesn't have to end head over to our facebook group search for the product boss biz community or the link is also in the show notes come connect with other product bosses just like you we'll see you in there If you love the Product Boss Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, share, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time, Product Bosses, let's make it happen.